Welcome to Head to Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Markham. This bi-weekly podcast is created to be a safe space to admit what we truly believe in our hearts. And many of us, when we take the time to truly examine ourselves, will find some sort of shame, fear, or lies hiding in there. And it is never God's will for us to stay in bondage to those. It's His truth that sets us free from them. But there's a huge difference between having biblical knowledge floating around in our heads and actually believing that it's true. Until God's truth makes its way into our hearts, nothing changes. We'll be doing a mix of solo episodes and interviews with friends who have experienced the freedom that comes when head knowledge becomes heart knowledge. We'll also have a time of prayer where you will have a chance to respond to what God is inviting you into at the end of each episode. The truth will set you free so you can walk every day in the freedom God desires for you. It's time to let go of shame, fear, and lies. Those aren't yours to carry. Thanks for joining us. Hey there, my dear listeners. It's me, Jenny. I'm back. And for those of you who don't know, I took a two-month sabbatical from the podcast recently. So I'm officially back from sabbatical. I'm recording new episodes now. So you've had the top four most listened to episodes on repeat for you. And I loved reproducing those and including little parts that were taken out when they released originally. And so that allowed me to take some time away from the podcast. And it has been a full two months. I'll tell you that my sabbatical was, if I had to describe it, it was full of change full of surprises. It was very empowering. Um, I took many trips to the lake and floated in this new pineapple-shaped floaty I have. Listeners, if you do not own a floaty, it is a game changer, especially if you're in the north because it really doesn't matter how cold the water is. When you have a floaty, it's only your butt, your hands, and your feet that are in the water and you just get to float in the middle of the lake. It's incredible. I don't know how I haven't thought about that before, but my sabbatical was full of trips to the lake floating down in my pineapple-shaped floaty. And this is the first brand new episode that I produced in two whole months. And I needed to record this little intro for you because this episode you're about to listen to is a bit different than it has been in the past. I am actually the guest on this episode. And my friend Liz Dorsch, was interviewing me because I was the first guest on her brand new podcast that just launched. And Liz Dorsch, for those who don't know her, she actually was a guest on this podcast oh so long ago, back in September 2021. That was back when it was called No Idea. That's how long ago it was. That was almost two years ago. (laughs) And the episode she appears on is called The Sanctity of the Relaxed Grasp. Very challenging, very convicting. If you haven't already listened to that, it was a joy to record that with her. And now Liz is recording with me and I was her guest. And if you don't know Liz, to know her is to love her. I highly encourage you to go follow her podcast on Spotify immediately, if not sooner. I will have it linked in the show notes for you. Her brand new podcast is called Reconnect. Reconnect is for anyone who wants to reconnect with God in the midst of their busy life. And it really provides the encouragement, motivation to step into 
pursuing the truth and get rid of any apathy or discouragement you're feeling. So immediately, immediately go follow her, please. This was her first episode and so she's just launched. Very exciting stuff. So I needed to tell you that she's actually interviewing me on this episode and it was a joy to talk about what God has done in my life and how I am able to now understand what it means how to love the Lord my God with all my mind as scripture challenges us too. So without further ado, I am so happy to be back. Let's continue on with season four. Welcome to the podcast, Jenny. Here we are. We're, I'm just actually going to go right into it. Um, tell us a little bit, Jenny, about yourself, what you do, your passions, hobbies, and any desired goals that you have for this year. Okay. Well, my name is Jenny Markham, and I'm honored to be the guest on Liz's podcast. It's just such a dream. And I am currently the discipleship associate at my church, and I also have my own podcast called Head to Heart. And so on that podcast, we talk about helping Christian women get rid of shame, fear, and lies. Um, Passions. I love journaling and I love um, praying with people. Love just anything, um, helping people get free from anything holding them back. And I also, for hobbies... (laughs) Can I say journaling is a hobby? (laughs) Yeah. I I do it so often. That's the thing. Um, And... (laughs) I think that I love playing volleyball too. I love going to the lake. I love doing winter whatnot. So when it's snowing, love sledding, things like that. And then any desired goals I have for this year. One of my goals for this year, I said I want to be outside for a thousand hours for the Mm. whole year, which is very difficult to do (laughs) as I'm finding out. But I didn't realize, you know, how much of our lives we live inside, not in fresh air, Mm-hmm. until I started tracking it. So that's my goal for this year. Mm, that is so good. Uh, before this podcast, Jenny, I was sitting with you and I was reflecting on Mark twelve thirty, which talks about how to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And Jenny, you were telling me how you uh, felt that you could really speak more into the mind part. Mm-hmm. So Jenny, could you share with us how have you dealt with uh, mental health in the past? And what's your journey through that? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like the Lord has really transformed the way I think and then also helped me understand what renewing my mind actually is. It's a lifelong process. But as for my mental health journey, when I was as young as I can remember, I was just a pretty fearful child, always terrified of what others thought of me. And so I remember fear just being like my constant companion and I didn't know how to live without fear. So nowadays I think of fear as like my ex-best friend or almost like an abusive boyfriend. (laughs) That's the way I think of fear, as weird as it sounds, because it's almost like, wow, so familiar, so comforting, but I know it will not lead me to a place I want to be. Mm. So I know how to combat that now. But um, when I was 13, I developed a personal relationship with the Lord And instead of just knowing about him, I started to get to know him for myself. So at 13, I realized, okay, fear doesn't have to be a part of my life anymore. I didn't know exactly how to do that yet. But um, when I turned 14, that's when I first entered high school. 
And I went through a super difficult season where I basically stopped spending time with the Lord for myself and didn't know how to incorporate that into my life regularly. And I got very distracted with how people would perceive me and all the new things that came with going to a new high school and making friends and homecoming, things like that, that were catching my attention. And so because I wasn't pursuing the Lord in that season, that first semester of high school, I wasn't filling myself up with truth. And so it left a lot of room for lies to slip into my mind. So in that season, I became really depressed um, that first semester because I was wrestling with terrible lies about God's character, about myself. I was thinking like, does God still love me? When I ask for forgiveness, does he like really forgive me? Um, I was feeling worthless. I thought maybe I'm a mistake, had no self-worth. So I had no anchor for truth in my mind. Mm -hmm. I was like, maybe I accepted Christ, but maybe he doesn't like me anymore. Mm -hmm. Just any thought that came into my mind, I would automatically believe. And so I know not everyone who wrestles with depression is only, can only attribute that to their thoughts that they're thinking. I, I really take a holistic approach to mental health that it has to do with how you're treating your body, your mind, your soul, um, the people you're around, everything like that. But for me in that season, it really was all based on the thoughts that I was letting into my mind and what I was dwelling on. Mm -hmm. So one weekend in February, you start school in August. So Mm -hmm. that horrible season kept going until February. And then my youth group was having a retreat And I told God at the very beginning of that retreat, I said, I don't know why I'm so depressed and I want to be close to you, but I don't know how, because what would happen is every time I'd start to spend time with him, lies would come in like, he doesn't want to spend time with you. You know, you can't be forgiven. Why are you even trying? And I just stop. So I told God, you have to set me free from this. I don't know what's wrong. So I went on that retreat. And then at the very end of the retreat, I felt like the Lord spoke to me and said, you do not have to believe these lies anymore. And that was the first moment where I realized, you're telling me these are lies? (laughs) Also, I don't have to believe every thought that comes into my head. So that was a whole new concept for me. And from that moment onward throughout high school, I just started to spend time with God regularly. So that was a huge part of it. And then really learn how to discern the thoughts that came into my head. Because I now had a choice. I didn't think I had a choice before. Mm -hmm. But I then realized that I had a choice of what I chose to believe. I don't necessarily have a choice all the time of the thoughts that pop into my head. But I do have a choice of what I choose to dwell on. Mm -hmm. So I started understanding the Bible more. And I started understanding what God actually feels about me. And how he's always true to his character. So that was life changing. Mm -hmm. It's probably the most pivotal moment in my Christian walk as of yet. And then years and years later, um, we were all around for COVID 2020. So we can't forget 2020. Can't forget forget that, Jenny. (laughs) Sorry to bring it up again. I know that's dramatic, but um, so along the lines of mental health, the. other time I was really struggling with mental health in my life was when COVID hit, everything was so uncertain. Mm-hmm. I really didn't know, like, am I going to stay at college? Am I going to leave college? 
Am I going to, uh, are the rules of college going to change? Am I going to have to move? Um, what happens if my parents get sick with COVID? Like all this new stuff that we had no idea how to deal with yet. Hmm. And so through that season, I was struggling a lot with anxiety. And I really used to rely on the what if question. And my what if question, like, what if this happens? What if that happens? I have to be prepared for that. And I would go into a worst case scenario spiral. Mm -hmm. And the Lord really used that season to correct me and expose that I had always kind of relied on that what if spiral Mm -hmm. to, in a way, like, keep me safe. Because if I could at least mentally prepare, then I would be a little bit more prepared if the worst happened. Mm -hmm. But it was also stealing all my joy. So... He helped me realize that I had always relied on that, but I didn't have to anymore. Mm -hmm. And I could actually lean into the joy in my life and not worry, what if this gets taken away from me? What if things change? But just how to be present and combat those anxious thoughts that I don't have to let them ruin my day. I don't have to um, let them control my actions, but I can choose to hope in the Lord and know that his character stays the same, even when difficult situations arise. As of now, I still wrestle with anxiety sometimes, but I now feel like I have the resources and tools in my belt that when it comes up, it does not have to control me and I don't have to abide by those. I guess another question I have is how have you grown in knowing how to love the Lord with all your mind? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. I was very impressed when I saw this on your notes. (laughs) That is a wonderful question. Um... I've realized that your life will go in the direction that your thoughts go. I've realized that over and over as the years have gone on, that your life will only go as far as your thoughts go. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking thoughts like, I can overcome this difficult situation. I overcome temptation by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. If you're thinking thoughts like that, you probably will overcome those things. And if you're thinking thoughts like, I can't do this, does God really love me, Mm. Um, I'm not equipped for this, if your thoughts are going in that direction, your life will follow suit. Mm. So it goes along a lot with what I learned as a high schooler, that I do not have to believe every thought that comes into my mind. I get to choose what I believe. So loving the Lord with all my mind is daring to believe that God is right. Mm. It's daring to believe that he's right about me. It's, he's right about who he says he is. He's right about what he says about other people, mm. about situations. And it's adopting heaven's perspective. And it's standing on his word and his promises. But when we ask God for his perspective on things and believe that he truly has the right response, then we can follow his leading instead of our own flesh's feelings. Mm. So loving the Lord with my mind looks like me constantly asking the Holy Spirit to expose any lies that I'm believing. Mm. Because we can think wrongly about whatever it may be in our lives, but the Holy Spirit is truth and he will expose what is not of him. So I constantly ask the Holy Spirit to do that for me. And then I also really think about what is influencing my mind. Is it the music that I listen to? Mm. Is it the shows that I watch? Is it the people that I'm around? You know, if you listen to a song or watch a show every now and then that you're like, yeah, that doesn't really honor God. That doesn't mean that you're necessarily um, being influenced by it. 
But if that's what you're constantly filling yourself with, your life will probably start to look like the lyrics in that song or the people doing those things in those shows. You know, you just got to keep account what you're filling yourself up with. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I think about it is, like, these are all the things that we're really setting the environment that or Mm -hmm. just, yeah, our environment everywhere we go. Like, we carry music with us and social media with us and all these things and we really set the environment that we want to live in and that's so good that you say that like I love that so yeah and also another thing I'm really noticing what you're you're really talking about is really choosing we like that's the beautiful thing right we have we have a choice Mm -hmm. as um humans and even believers like the Lord's given us the the power of being like I want to live in the light Mm -hmm. or do I want to do I want to live in this lie or do I want to live in the truth? And, um, yes, acknowledging that that is so challenging Mm -hmm. and not, it's not this like simple thing, but it is a simple thing. It's like simple, but it's not easy. Yeah. 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 And I think even definitely for myself in coming to really just like choose to be like, wow, this has been, it's, I still till this day if I can explain in any way choosing to live in the truth versus a lie when I choose the truth I still have tears in my eyes when I'm choosing Mm -hmm. the truth I still have pain in my heart I Mm -hmm. still I'm pressing through the pain Mm -hmm. of of what I'm feeling and still choosing truth right and so not that it's eliminating those pains and those the feelings and stuff Mm -hmm. but I'm choosing to rise above that deep pain of what I'm feeling Mm -hmm. and saying I'm gonna live in the light because that's what God's called me to that's where God's called me to be Mm -hmm. um yeah that's exactly right and it's not like you said it's not like we just completely suppress all our emotions and like only think about well this is true so everything else is invalid it's like acknowledging your feelings and then acknowledging the difference between your feelings and what is actually true because Mm -hmm. it really is all in the stories that we tell ourselves because the same exact situation can happen to two different people but those two different people can interpret it two different ways let's say someone's grandparent dies and one person's like in grief and they're very sad over it but they say I know this really hurts and Jesus is crying with me Jesus is grieving with me and he's good and he's taking care of me in this season but another person could think God have you abandoned me or are you not good Mm -hmm. you obviously caused something bad to happen in my life so you're obviously not good and become angry at the Lord and not deal with their feelings so it's all in the stories that we tell ourselves absolutely yeah yeah I think narrative is really powerful like what story are we are we choosing to believe Mm -hmm. so for the people that are listening uh what are some like uh, bible verses or some resources that you have found really helpful for your mental health Mm -hmm. as a Christian Mm-hmm. I personally love any Bible verse that has a promise for me. So I like Bible verses that are two parts where a perfect example would be Philippians 4 verse 6 through 7. 
I use this all the time when I start feeling anxious. But it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, present your requests to God. Mm-hmm. And the peace of God, which transcends understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I love that one because I love taking God up on his word. So I practically pray this out. God, your word says that when I present my request to you, then the peace that transcends all understanding will guard my heart and my mind. So I pray, God, be faithful to your word and do that for me because I'm feeling anxious. And I pray the word out loud a lot. So another example would be Romans 15 verse 13. I love this verse. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I may pray something like, God, you are the God of all hope. So I ask that you fill me with all joy and peace as I trust in you so that I overflow with hope by the power of your Holy Spirit. And I basically just take him up on the word he's already promised me. And I think a lot of times we really trip up on, I don't know what to pray, like, or I know I've been talking about this problem to my friends. I know how to complain about it, but I don't necessarily know how to pray about it. Mm. So just be as honest as you can with God. He is not going to get offended and he wants to hear your heart. And I pray those things out loud. Mm. The Bible is a beautiful prayer manual that it has the words for you if you don't know what to pray. That's so good. I kind of want to press a little bit more into uh, for those who are trying to click with why is it so important to love the Lord with all your mind? Yeah, so what are the the benefits uh, or rewards or gains for doing so in how that you've you've noticed mm-hmm. in your own life? Yeah, I think that your life will only go as far as your thoughts let your life go. So the Bible has all these beautiful promises that are for you and if you don't take him up on the offer to live an abundant life that Mm. Jesus promised us, then you will not live that abundant life he wants for you. Um, So some rewards would be difficult situations will not be able to take you down. You will not sabotage your own relationships. That's huge. Of Mm. Lies can really mess us up in our relationships. Um, You'll be able to see the world clearer and you will not be as confused or troubled because you know the Lord is with you um, and you can stand firm on his promises. So that's part of the promise of we need to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. That's really what God wants for us. He doesn't want you to live a shame-filled, confused life. He wants you to um, take him up on what he's offering you, Mm -hmm. just to love him with your whole mind. It's ultimately the benefit is for us. Yeah. Like that's a command God gave us. Love me with your whole mind. Mm -hmm. But it's to benefit us. Yeah. 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 That's so good. So I guess I also wanted to kind of give like a good practical example. Like if you like and often we do right. We get friends that reach out to us and they're going through a hard um, just maybe it's something uh, mentally or spiritually. Mm -hmm. But. A lot of it, right, it's in our inner mind of, like, maybe you had a friend that's called you. Let's let's say a scenario where your friend calls you and has gone through a really hard breakup. Um, and there's just a lot of just, that's a mental battle in itself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, how would you combat the lies? Maybe they're, they're thinking I'm unworthy. They broke up with me because I'm not worthy or um, 
or just really shaming themselves in all of that mm -hmm. um, how would you can just begin with combating those lies mm -hmm. yeah I would definitely you know encourage that friend to grieve that loss but the specific problem in their life is not necessarily that their boyfriend broke up with them it's how they're thinking about that breakup mm -hmm. so yes that breakup is painful and that is really difficult but she has a choice of how to think about it. So mm -hmm. this is part of the reason I journal so often. Journaling really helps me pinpoint what I'm thinking and get it out of my head and out in front of me. So I can actually dissect it and realize what I can cling to and what I should let go of. So I would just encourage her to pinpoint the lies she's believing. What thoughts are going around in your head that do not line up with the word of God or how he feels about you? And then write those down and then ask the Lord to reveal his truth to you. This can come from just sitting and listening for his voice. And keep in mind, he is not going to ever say something that's contrary to his word. So if a thought pops in like, I'm worthless, we know that's not from him. Mm -hmm. We can easily write that off and be like, well, that's not God. That's just one of my own thoughts or that's a thought from the enemy. And ask him for his truth and look up some Bible verses that you can cling to. One of my favorites is a verse in Psalms. I'm not going to try to say the reference because I might get the reference wrong, but Liz can look it up later and put it in the show notes. <laughs> um, but it says, the Lord does not value strength of a warrior, um, but he values the one who fears him. So you mm -hmm. can know you are valued by the Lord okay. and proclaim that over yourself. And then also there is such huge power in the words you speak over yourself. Mm, let's go. So... Proverbs 18 verse 21 says the power of life and death is in the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Yeah. So that's super powerful. If you are saying these thoughts that you're thinking to yourself out loud of I'm worthless, I'll never meet someone again, you know, things like that, you will believe those by mm -hmm. consequence. Mm -hmm. So if you are choosing to speak out over yourself, I am beautiful, I am worthy, I am loved then your life will follow suit and you'll actually believe what is true about you. And then I would also encourage her to talk to a trusted friend or mentor because sometimes those lies can just simmer and fester in our minds mm -hmm. when they're kept in the dark. So we do need outside perspective. So pick a trusted friend or mentor that loves the Lord and will proclaim truth over you and not heap shame on you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Jenny, that is so good. I thank you so much for just taking the time to just really pour into just the things that you've really grown through about mental health. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that we're always continuously growing in, but it's, it's just so powerful to know that we can stand in testimony of what the Lord is doing and helping us set us free from that if we just, you know, really step into that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, thank you so much for yes. being on the podcast. Hey, fun fact, we're we're recording this in May, mm -hmm. and I, I just discovered this uh, not too long ago, that May is actually, like, mental health... Um, mental health May. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know that? Uh, no, I remember last May finding that out, and yeah. I was like, oh, really? Is that a real thing? But <laughs> they assigned a whole month to that. Yeah, mental I health I didn't know awareness that that's crazy. month or something. So well, what do you know? This, this is so cool that we're recording it mm -hmm. in May, mm -hmm. so... But yeah, um, thank you for being a part of this um, series of how to love your, the Lord your God with your 
heart, soul, mind, and strength, you guys. This is Jenny Markham again. If you want to hear more of what she does on her podcast, I'll put that in the show notes as well. But yeah, I love Jenny's uh, podcast. Um, you should definitely go give it a listen. But yeah, Jenny, thank, thank you. you for having me. It was a joy. Absolutely. I'll have you in, on the show again. Oh my gosh. I would love <laughs> round to. <have> two. <laughs> round two. We don't know what it'll be, but yeah. Jenny will be back. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. Better <laughs> than ever. <laughs> So that was my episode with Liz Dorsch. She, again, like I said on the episode oh so long ago um, in September 2021, her voice is like butter. I just think it's so soothing to listen to. And in the spirit of taking things to heart, head to heart, if you will, um, I need to include this little segment at the end of episodes. While I was on my sabbatical, this is something that I really wanted to try because for anyone who listened to Christine Ramirez's episode in early season four, where she talks about living an abundant single life, Christine and I did this little segment at the end that was basically a ministry time. And it was a time for listeners like you to respond to what we had been teaching and talking about right before. So I wanted to start incorporating that into every regular episode. So we're going to have a time of ministry where you're able to respond and listen to God's voice and get alone with him in response to what we have just talked about and loving the Lord with your whole mind and getting rid of any lies that may be trying to slip into your thought life. So for this part, I encourage you to get alone, get alone with God in a space where you're able to listen for his voice without distraction. I encourage you to put on some instrumental music if you want. This would be a great time to tune out any other voices or distractions that could come in between you and what the Lord is speaking to you in this time. If you're in the car, that's a great space too. But I would encourage you to do this with pen and paper. You can always listen now and then go ahead and copy this down in your journal or on a piece of paper later. But it is helpful to always write down what you feel like the Lord is speaking to you. And I'm going to prompt you with several questions that I'm going to say, ask the Lord this question and take this minute to listen for his voice. So go ahead, get alone, pause this if you need to, and I'll start with the prompt questions. So first, ask the Lord to clear your mind of any distractions and help you focus on him. And while you're in this quiet space with him, ask the Lord, Are there any lies that I'm currently believing? And if there are, highlight those to me. If there's any lies coming up, go ahead and jot those down. If any came to mind, go ahead and ask the Lord, where did these lies start? Lies don't just come with us as we're born into the world, but we pick them up from somewhere. So ask him where they originated from. If any memories or any thoughts are coming to mind, make sure to write those down. And then ask the Lord, What are you saying, God? 
What is the truth that you want me to receive? What do you say over me? And listen for his approval, smile, and love. If you hear a voice of shame, or if you hear a voice of condemnation in this time, that is not from the Lord, and you can decipher that. If you don't feel like you hear his voice in this moment where you're asking him what he's saying over you, then copy down some verses that you know reflect his great love for you. And now as we have both sides of the coin where you have some lies that you've believed and now you know what Christ is saying over you, you can repeat after me. I'm going to go through a prayer of breaking agreement with any lies that we have clung onto and agreed that, yeah, that's truth, but it actually doesn't line up with his word. So I'm going to lead you through a prayer. Feel free to repeat after me or put it in your own words. Lord, I break agreement with the lies that have been spoken over me. I ask that you restore truth in my mind and heart. I ask that I glorify you in my thought life. And I choose to receive what you have said over me. I choose to believe that you are right about me. Help me to cling to what you have spoken. And resist the temptation to believe what I once did. I pray this truth travels from my head to my heart and becomes reality in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. So, great job, everyone. I hope that you write this stuff down. So make sure to copy it down in your journal when you're done, when you're out of the car, or when you're alone at last so you can write in peace. But I'm very excited to include times like these after episodes in the future as well. And I hope it was super helpful for you as you try to connect the truth from your head to your heart. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Head to Heart Podcast. It's a joy to record them and a joy to have you listen. Since you're a dedicated listener and made it to the very end of the episode, I have two gifts for you. One is that I have a free resource linked in the show notes for you. It's a resource created to help you take the truth you've learned either in this episode or in a previous one and apply it to your life. The second gift I have for you is access to my seasonal playlists. Every season, summer, fall, winter, spring, I create a regular playlist and a worship playlist that will be ongoing throughout the season. And you'll be able to follow it on Spotify if you need some good boogie tunes. Because let's be honest, in another life, I would have been a DJ. So you now have full access to meet all your seasonal music needs in the show notes. As always, I love hearing from you. So follow me on Instagram and send me a DM of how this episode impacted you. The handle is head to heart underscore podcast. And if you would be so kind, leave a five-star rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the website. By doing this, you'll help me get more amazing guests on the show in the future. I'll be releasing new episodes to you every other Friday, so stay tuned and thanks for joining us.